today as we study God's Word. I pray for you and pray that God will just bless you as you open your heart to His truth, and I pray that God will guide me as I share. I was thinking this morning as we were in our church staff meeting and people were talking about their needs and the needs of other people and how we have to keep coming back to the Lord, and my mind reverted back to one of the great old hymns of the past that uh, still is very applicable today, and the words go, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. I wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. And that's what I come back to over and over again in my life is that my hope has to be built on Jesus. He's my rock. He's my foundation. Can't build it on anything else. And only in him is found what we need. And that fits in with what I'm talking about today. We're talking about this, this series of studies is on victory, victory in practical, everyday things. And today, I want to talk about victory over doubt. Can a believer, a true believer, really doubt? And the answer is absolutely yes, of course. Everyone at times experiences doubt. I want to read to you about one of the greatest people of greatest believers of all time who experienced doubt. His name was John the Baptist. And I'm reading from Luke chapter 7, beginning at verse 18. John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he said, go, and go to the Lord Jesus and ask, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, are you the one from God who is to come, or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, those who are deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury and palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, and I tell you, then more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare you your way before you. Jesus was saying, in spite of the fact that John the Baptist was having some doubts, he was going to come through those. Remember the situation. John the Baptist had baptized Jesus. He was, he was by, by lineage, he was a cousin of Jesus, and, and he was in the family, but he was a prophet of God that God had long said would come to be the forerunner, to be the way paver for the Messiah, and John was that. And John had... <clears throat> been a faithful preacher and he believed that Jesus was the one he said I must decrease and he must increase but now he's been in prison he's been taken by by King Herod and put in prison 
and he faces an uncertainty, maybe death, uh, because of his faith and his preaching. And so in the midst of the, all the problems of being imprisoned, he begins to say, well, is Jesus really the Messiah that I thought he was or, or not? That was the question that kept coming to his mind. And so he sends some of his followers to just ask Jesus the question. Now, that was a doubt, of course, but what we need to realize that we have to face these doubts and talk about them. That's what he did. He didn't hide them. He didn't try to act like he didn't have any doubts. He sent to the source, Jesus, to get the answer. You see, skepticism then when you deliberately say, I'm going to doubt everything related to God, that's skepticism. When you choose to do that, but when it just comes to you, then it's different. Doubt is not unbelief, or unbelief is a decision not to have faith in God. Unbelief is an act of the will, not a difficulty in understanding. Doubt often asks questions and voices uncertainties, uh, but it still is not unbelieving in the sense that it has no desire to believe. You, you believe that you have difficulties with faith or worried about it in some way, then you need to recognize that we all go through those times. Oswald Chambers says, doubt's not always a sign a man is wrong. It may be a sign a man is thinking. So that's true. If you have doubts, it may be your thinking. Now, we need to understand the cause of doubts. Oftentimes, it's a difficult situation. Uh, Luke tells us that John was in a terrible, terrible situation, imprisoned, Many believe he was at Macarios near the Dead Sea, which is a terrible prison. Wherever he was confined, remember this, he was an outdoorsman. He was a man who liked to live in the open spaces. He preached out in the open area. He didn't like to be fenced in, didn't like to be confined, and now he's incarcerated in a very small little dungeon, a prison cell that's extremely difficult for him. You can understand why he would be going through all kinds of thoughts and all kinds of questions. And when we go through difficult situations, sometimes it causes us to doubt. A second reason for doubting is disappointment. Often we're disappointed with something or someone in our lives. John the Baptist had been doing the will of God. He had been declaring God's truth. He had been calling people to repentance. He had been busy about what God had called him to do. And now he's in prison. And maybe he thought Jesus would get him out of prison, but he didn't. And maybe he was disappointed that something didn't work just right in what was going on in his life. And that happens to all of us. We all are disappointed. We get disappointed in people. We get disappointed. And sometimes we feel disappointed that God doesn't work in the way and act in the way we think he ought to because we, we set up our own ways of thinking. But remember, God's ways are higher than our ways and better than our ways. And so we can't do that. Now, sometimes we doubt because of wrong expectations. John expected Jesus to deal with evil and set up his kingdom and bring judgment. He expected Jesus to say the wrath of God is on the march, but instead Jesus said the mercy of God is here. We often expect God to work ways he doesn't work. And so that's what happened too, that things were not working out quite like John the Baptist has expected. Along the same line, we sometimes doubt because we just don't understand, a lack of understanding. John was a special prophet of God, but at the same time, he lacked understanding in this particular situation. And we all have times when we don't quite understand. We can't figure out what's going on. Nothing is making any sense. And 
And so as we try to try to figure it out, then nothing seems to be working. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow, so I hope you'll be with me, and, and we'll continue our study. Have a great day.